taking a picture for you. It's 11.26 p.m. I'm at the Westin in Beaver Creek, Colorado. I'm with my best friend of sixth grade, of sixth grade since sixth grade. We're also a little drunk. Um, she has seen me through uh, every crush, every crush, my Madonna obsession that you began, um, bad fashion trends, really everything. Anyway, I don't know, I'm belaboring the point. This is my best friend, Anna Silverstein. Hi guys. <laughs> Yay, I'm so happy you could make it. I feel very special to be here um, because I'm not funny or famous. You are both funny and famous. I mean, I shouldn't say what your job is. You have a cool job. Oh, what is my job? I'm Hannah's corporate friend. <laughs> um, I have a very traditional job. I go to an office, I sit at a desk, and I help sell hotel rooms and she at takes the last calls. minute. I sometimes take calls at like, my desk. You have sometimes I take them in the lobby which I'm not allowed to, but I do anyway. I feel like we should begin by talking about how we met. Well, Hannah was the cool girl. We went to different elementary schools, but went to the same middle school, and coming into it, Hannah Brown was the most popular girl coming from Sherwood Elementary School. That was school. literally a lie. That's not, no, that's true. That's what everyone said at Outdoor Ed in fifth grade. It was a lie. Courtney and Evelyn were more popular. <laughs> yeah, but their stars rose in sixth grade. Ours That's true. Fell. Ours fell a little. <laughs> Do you mean like they got cooler and we didn't? I think maybe that we just plateaued a little. Everyone's kind of equal in elementary school, except totally. for the girls who get boobs first. Totally. And then we were like Romeo and Michelle IRL, yeah. but like children. Like like baby Romeo and <laughs> yeah, we had the same advisory. Um, our teacher was really pretty, but kind of a bitch. But we would just hang out like every day. How long was advisory? Like 20 minutes? 20 minutes. It like was very short. Why was it so short? But it felt like a real class because I like looked forward to like hanging out with you. And then we got to watch the Goofy movie on the last day of school because I asked her. Because that's where our friendship really began. The over Goofy the movie. Goofy movie. Or over the Pebble and the Penguin. And Pebble and the Penguin. Shit, fuck. Which one was it first? There was one day before school we were like sitting by the library and we brought up the Pebble and the Penguin and I feel like I just like was randomly doodling Hubie or something. I remember that day. Yeah. I remember you were wearing a pink cool shirt. Oh my god, really? Was the one with the moose on it from Abercrombie yes, Kids? Yes, it was. With the glitter? I literally <laughs> wore it. was the one with the glitter. I literally wore it five days a week. It was my one nice shirt. Um, and I remember like us both realized maybe like Pebble and the Penguin and luckily there was this really awesome video store by Anna's house called Video Adventure and they had all of our favorite cartoons on VHS because we were still watching VHSs. Video Adventure smelled better than any place I've ever been to. Oh my god if I could bottle up that scent and wear it to this wedding tomorrow <laughs> I would shit a brick. I remember on my Facebook I wrote like under like interests like the sweet sweet smell of Video Adventure is one of my interests and I knew like I thought that like some hipstery guy would think that that was funny and nobody acknowledged it. Maybe a hipster kid at New Trier did. No, there were no hipster kids at Highland Park, really. The true. Maybe they were like, like pre-hipsters and the Weber brothers. I was gonna say, except for the Webers, <laughs> the Webers were like the only hipsters, and there were three of them. Yeah, they lived in like <clears throat> a shed. They lived in like a cool, like cabiny shed. I made out with two thirds of them. <laughs> <laughs> Banged one third of them. That's well, to this day my greatest accomplishment. Sometimes you just got to keep it in the family. It's not the first time I did it. Not the last time I did it. Kind of gross, but kind of fun. They're all very handsome in their own ways. Shout out to the Weber brothers who True. probably don't know who I am. The youngest is the hottest, and I will marry him. He's like my Sandra Templeton from Big Fish. Like, I love you, and I will marry you. 
I want that from you. You can't nod on the podcast because people won't know. I'm not a, a showbiz person. <laughs> I don't know how to do this. Okay, I speak see. with my eyes. So then in sixth grade, we had electives, which was basically like you took one like elective course for like four weeks at a time, five weeks at a time, and you rotated through all of them so you could figure out which one you had to take in seventh grade. Yeah, it felt like a little outdated. We had like basically a cooking class, but it was called home economics. Yes, and our teacher was weird as balls and very anxious and very angry because she had like just been divorced. What does home economics even mean? Like the economics of your home like revolves around the kitchen and being able to like so, chop baby corn into a stir fry. Oh my god. Okay, but to be fair, the stir fry <laughs> we really made good. literally the stir fry we made in sixth grade home ec is one of the best things I've ever put in my mouth. That's and I true. tried to make it at home. I like took the recipe home and I was like, mom, 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 like, this is amazing. We have to make this. So we like, bought all the ingredients, even the rice wine vinegar, and we made all of it and it was like not as good. It's not as good unless it's consumed in like, or excuse me, cooked in like a laboratory, which like was our home economics kitchen, felt like a laboratory. Totally. There was one day where like our teacher was bringing around, um, what it was, a cream of tartar. It's like a powder, isn't it? It kind of looks like Coke. And she was, like, carrying it around, and she just put it in front of my face, and I wasn't paying attention, so I just stuck my finger in it. And she goes, you know, you really can't do that. And I was, like, very angry, like, angrily scooped off the top layer and, like, threw it in the trash. Looking back, I, like, really wonder what her background was that led her to be basically, like, a housewife instructor. Yeah. Like, a Martha Stewart instructor. I, what was your favorite elective that we all took together? Obviously, workshop. Shop was the tits. Low key, our shop teacher was sexy. Even though yeah, he, he kind of was. He was hot. He like had a mullet. He like really loved old rock. Yeah, he did. I heard Guns he was like Roses Jim Belushi for the first time ever in shop class. He used to play Sweet Child of Mine. Yes, it was. Uh, didn't he say he like cried when he saw it in concert? Probably. He was. He cool. was like sweaty and cool and like literally anything he wanted to make, he'd be like, "Awesome, cool, let's go do it." And he would just like take his miter saw and like make it happen. He was like definitely like the stereotypical shop teacher that you would have. He was like very like on the exterior like macho and like tough love, but then like loved you. Yes, Heart of Gold loved his daughter like so much. Yeah, and also, like kind of fathered us all. Totally. Do you remember also? Electives were very special for us because we had our sixth grade crushes in our class. I had like five in electives, which was really just like, like that I rotated, which really was to set the tone for the rest of my dating life. I have like a rotation. I like basically set my sights on two boys in sixth grade and like had a crush on them from sixth grade through 12th grade and that didn't really change. Hey, you like knew what you wanted and you're like, I'm fucking sticking to it. Yeah, like 0 for 2 though on those for, I had six years to try. Know, there was... Not really. One of them you hooked up with, and one of them was, like, obsessed with you that one year on your birthday, and for whatever reason, it didn't happen. And to this day, they date girls that are shitty knockoffs of her. You don't have to say it, but I will. I had a crush on this kid. His last name was Ruff. And I remember the first day of shop, he goes, what's your, our teacher goes, what's your last name? And he goes, Ruff. And he's like, can you say it two times fast? And he goes, Ruff, Ruff. And he's like, what are you, a dog? That's a good joke. And we all thought it was so funny. And I remember, like... We had the same favorite colors, blue and orange. Blue and orange. <laughs> we have these specific inside jokes that are, like, so ridiculous. Like, most of Anna and my friendship revolved around, like, Thumbelina. Like, any Don Bluth movie. It's funny. You can't, I can't remember the origin, but I remember what the joke. Like, blue and orange. That's just a funny joke, but I don't remember why it's funny. <laughs> I think I remember the, ori- the, I mean, the origin of the blue and orange joke. I don't remember why. I think it was because we were watching Cats Don't Dance and oh, the cat's in that dance. little blue outfit and he's an orange cat and he's oh, wearing a blue yeah. outfit. And we we're like, blue and orange. He's wearing a blue and orange outfit because we just made dumb jokes about everything. And then when 
my crush, Mr. Ruff, said what his favorite color is. I was like, oh my god, okay. I didn't know you had a crush on Ruff in sixth grade. Yes, oh, sorry. You did. Can you redact the oh first name? Oh my god. Oh no, Dylan, you have to edit this out. <laughs> Big D. Um, I'm sure is not listening. And then I switched to the other Burke. Yeah. Sorry. I'm a horrible friend. I'm going to get sued. I was the sixth grader that knew that he had coin, and that was my only interest. I'm kidding, but that was a perk. Well, that's true. You were either, I feel like there were two camps of people. had a twin brother, or excuse me, there were two twin brothers. One was like a hardo jock, and the other was like funny and soft. So like you either liked the hardo jock or you liked the funny and soft one. And I couldn't decide, so I just set my sights on both. But... One of them had swag, and to this day, swag is like kryptonite to me, to the point where I usually go after garbage people who are wasted all the time and don't want to have a relationship. Swag can be blinding. Swag is blinding. There should be a song called Swag is Blinding. Um, okay, so electives. Then we started having sleepovers, watching childhood Wait, movies. Wait, I feel like we should touch upon um, our dates at Einstein's Bagels. Oh, good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tight to tight. Yes. So I think my dating life was more active in sixth grade than it ever has been since that time. We used Heard. to go on like little double dates. After school, we would walk to the Einstein Bagels. Yes. Well, you and I would go every single Tuesday after school. We would each get a warmed up chocolate chip muffin, eat it with a fork, and like get a soda. And then we would like go to your house and pretend to do homework. And listen to Madonna. Yeah, but then somehow we roped the two boys that we had crushes on into coming with us occasionally. Wait, will you mouth them? Oh, yeah. God, we had, like, game. Like, yeah, low-key, high-key. I key. don't think they thought they were dates. Maybe they did, but I think that they also simultaneously maybe thought they were too cool for us. I remember being, like, like telling my mom, like, oh, my God, I'm going to Orange Trench tomorrow with these guys. I got the best outfit ever. Can we go to Target? Like, I got a bunch of pants. So I found knockoffs of hardtails at Target, those brown ones. What did I even wear in sixth grade? Ooh, those hard tail pants were so gnarly. The ones that had, like, the points. It was, like, the waistline was, like, this. I don't remember. I have to, I'll look them up after this podcast. I really liked hard tails. I think I would still wear hard tail pants. Because your butt looked good in them and I discovered skinny. I had, I was not skinny, but I discovered I had an ass because I wore hard tail pants. You, like, had the whole shebang. You had the church girl top. The hardtail pants, the Birkenstocks, and then the Please Return to Tiffany and Co. necklace. Oh, my God. That was so bad. I was literally such a bitch in sixth grade. I would get in fights with my mom because every week I wanted to get a new church girl. And she's like, no, like, you can't get a new $65, $70, like, shitty schmatty shirt you're, like, literally going to grow out of in, like, five months. I would rewear them if I could see them, if I still had them, though, because they're, like, tie-dye and cool. They're, and, like, they're very, very soft. Um, I feel like I remember one time I saved up for a church girl shirt for, like, weeks and weeks and you were like rooting for me I had a my generation gift certificate that was also helping this endeavor and I remember I had the money and I went there to buy the shirt and I was like I can't justify because you were cooler than that I was rooting for you we were all oh, we were rooting, all rooting for, for you. you how dare you okay well now we can touch on so the Einstein dates were pretty rad but ANTM came into play and thus our friendship continued to evolve yeah Jade was a big Jade from ANTM was a big influencer for us this is not America's Next Top Best Friend. This is not America's Next Top Best Friend. However, it was for us. Yeah, I totally <laughs> That was really good. I didn't want to go in the tut-tut, putt-putt, hoopty, okay? I feel like we were. it was good that we were always on the same page. We were always rooting for the same girls on that show. So true. We were always like, who do we like? Yeah, yeah, we like her. And then that translated to real life where we'd be like, oh, we don't like her? Okay, cool, we don't like her. Like We would just make a decision together. Do you remember those two girls that were friends in high school? 
Can you I mouth it in a more clear way? No, I literally just like slurred these names and mouthing terms. They would literally go up to me and be like, we like your shirt. Who? We like your pants. Yes, yes, I remember. Okay, okay. This is so clicky. This is like the clickiest podcast ever, but it's whatever. This is the value that I bring. I will just talk shit. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> hey, like, there's nothing fun about being neutral, and I will take that to my grave and to the bank. <laughs> um, yeah, they were like, we like your shirt, we like your pants. I was like, you guys are so juvenile, and that was like in high school. Okay, if you had to relive, this is a really dumb question, because I know what your answer is going to be. If you had to relive one or the other, would it be junior high or high school? That actually is a good question. I think it's high school. It's a for you. I think high school. Junior high was pretty miserable. Me too. I, like, worked way too hard in junior high. I cared way too much about school in junior high. Why did I do that? High school, Why? you would, like, fall asleep on your computer every single day. Yeah. Night. High school, I cared a shit ton about school, but it was, like, worth it. You also, like, ended up getting into a school that you really, really liked. Junior high, why did I give a shit about homework? Like, why? I don't know. Junior high, I would go home, and I would watch TRL. And eat an entire family-sized bag of Chex Mix as a snack. <laughs> and I would also eat cut-up cheese and onions as a snack. And I'd be like, Mom, just, uh, just cut up the cheese and onions. I don't... We used to have... I think this, like, endured from childhood into middle school, but my brothers and I used to have orange lunches where we'd have Kraft macaroni and cheese, Cheetos, carrots, and Doritos. So the theme was just orange? Yeah, it was called an orange lunch. It was really well... You had all different... All shades of orange artificial dye in all of the foods. Oh my god, that's fucking dope. So maybe I would relive the orange lunches, but I think I'd relive high school because I could... I would have known that I had a good butt and could have capitalized on that more, oh, I totally. think, probably. I would go back to high school if I knew how to eat less. And got skinnier Yeah, sooner. but we had a lot of, of fun eating in high school. A lot of fun <laughs> eating. Oh, my God. We have to unpack that. Yeah. My kitchen table was kind of like the center of our social lives in high school, which is probably the reason why we weren't that popular. <laughs> right? It was the best, though. Like, yeah, people would be, like, raging in basements. And I'm, I'm sorry. I would bet my hands on it to this day that, like, all those cool bitchy girls that, by the way, have not changed since high school. You don't have to comment on it, but I will. Um, while they were, like getting fingered by the hotter guys in the class above us, I don't think that that was as fun as eating, like, shitty food at your kitchen table until 4 in the morning. I mean, we discovered the combination of feta and pesto. Feta cheese and pesto. We would, like, make pasta for no reason and just, like, put it all together in a bowl. Yeah. And, like, big portions. Yeah. I think that, like, overall, the, the lifetime value of feta and pesto is greater than the lifetime value of, like, getting fingered at 14. And you know that being fingered at 14, no one knew what they were doing. It was just like... Mm, 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 yeah, mm, definitely. And, like, it was just painful, and most guys still do that now. Also, like, I wasn't empowered enough as a 14-year-old to know that, like, my pleasure was... Sorry, this is getting heavy for, like, a sixth-grade shit talk. <laughs> Not even. But I just think that, like, I wouldn't have had, like, a self enough self-possession to, like, assert my own needs. Totally. Well, I remember there was a moment, like... Um, so listeners, senior year, um, I started looking at nutrition facts and I shed some pounds and I finally um, got to hang out with Mouthing again. Oh, yeah. And we went into his basement because every like hot Jewish guy in Hill Park had like a dope basement with like a pinball machine and a pool table at bare minimum. True. Maybe a movie theater, perhaps. Like who's to say? True. And he was like making out with me and he was like, well, do you want to? And like indicated that I should go down on him. And I was like so prude like I had been fat all of high school I had all I had ever done was like make out with somebody so I was like oh no like, I can't really do that and he was just like okay and was like nice about it and then I went home and then he like never contacted me again. yeah but I feel like that you underratedly like without realizing it were like empowered because you're like no I don't really do that like 
I feel like a lot of girls in high school would have been like, okay, and then like because this hot guy wants me, to and go then like down given a blowjob and had a bad experience, and like to I this don't know. day I still text him every time I'm with Highland Park people, being like, you gonna be in town soon? Like, do you want to like bang? Yeah, and now you're empowered enough to like go back. And like do it's that. a fuck it list because he looks like that guy from Prime. Josh yeah, he Greenberg. does. Brian Greenberg. Brian Greenberg. Yeah, he does. He's so cute. Uh, I mean, he's not as hot as the famous one, but like he's. He really is cute. one of the guys that like did transition into adult hot. A lot of guys from our hometown don't transition into adult. A hot. million percent, like peak when they're twelve. Yeah, and it also like doesn't translate. Like they're cool in high school and ha- like quote unquote handsome, but then like you like go into the real world and like find actual handsome guys. Like I yeah. remember when I got to college, I went to like a really preppy school on the East Coast with like a lot of wasps, and I was like, oh, men are tall. Like, tall and broad and, like, not, like, tiny little Jewish Because, like, my frame of reference for, like, tall was, like, Alex Meerman, who was, like... Our tallest skinny friend. Our tallest skinny friend who was, like, just barely six feet. Remember when I had the biggest crush on him in France and he walked by and went... And I have this extremely specific image of him walking on the beach, me going, he's so hot. And he goes... (laughs) With one giant nostril. Wow, yeah, that was, like, a pretty transformative trip for a lot of people. Not for me, but for a lot of people. Not even me. We went to France in eighth grade on a school trip, and, like, people started, like, showing their tits, and, like, fucking around. Yeah, I was in that group. It was me and another girl from another school, like, the fast school, where the kids, like, started doing drugs and, like, having sex in eighth grade. And she, like, showed her boobs to guys in the water. She just, like, popped out of the water, and I didn't. You were cool. I was not. You were cool. empowered. You were empowered. I was in that not situation. cool. I was flat chested, and that's like, why I didn't do, do it. Yeah, she looked like Lindsay Lohan. She had like big titties and like freckles. Yeah, she did. Now, of course, she has like a perfect online social media presence, and I'm like, oh, you go, girl. You're you really have a perfect it. online social media presence, and you have a great, famous guest on your podcast this week. I mean, yeah, I know. I should definitely count my <laughs> blessings for show. Then the movie Superbad came out years later, and I felt like we had been stalked. Yeah, that was definitely us. Like, I remember being, like, seeing it in the part where um, Jonah Hill is like, fuck this, let's just go to your house. And I was like, oh, my God, that's literally, like, you were the Michael Sarah, I was the Jonah Hill. Yeah, and we would, like, chill with my parents a lot, too. Totally. And then when then when they sleep in the sleeping bags on the end, he's like, boop, boop. I was like, that's literally us. And then after that movie came out, I drew a lot of dicks. Yeah, there that was funny movie. <laughs> it was a funny movie. I didn't think that I would, like, appreciate the humor. But I thought I was too young for it. It's pretty universal. Potty humor is pretty oh, funny. Yeah. I still do that thing where if I'm walking by someone at work in the same direction, I just go, bye, and like walk faster. Sometimes I hold onto my backpack straps and turn around and go, ew, ew, like, <laughs> like McLovin does, and then turn around and <laughs> squeak on <laughs> my heels. <laughs> oh my God, it's so good. Um, okay, high school. What other highlights were there? Prom. Oh. We weren't in the same group, which was problematic. Jeez. My prom and Hannah's prom were pretty polar opposite proms. And, like, she probably knows better than to get me started on prom. Sorry. <laughs> we don't have to talk about <laughs> we it. We can talk about it. I feel like it's maybe a good story. I don't know. It's All right. Not that you good do your story. prom. I'll do my prom. No, I think you should tell your prom first because your prom is great. Okay, so I Hannah to- was prom queen. I cried. Um, that's so sweet. So tender. Um, I went to prom with my best friend Jack at the time, and, like, everyone for, like, a while was like, will they or won't they? Will they or won't they? And he asked me to prom with a Bob sandwich, which is this, like, think of, like, 7-Eleven, but cooler. It was, like, this, like, locally Because it's, like, boutique. 7-Eleven. Boutique 7-Eleven, Highland Park, like Bob's. If you're ever in Highland Park for any reason, go to Bob's and get a sandwich. Get a Carol's cookie that they put through the oven, too. Yes. I got the Cremo Supremo. That was my favorite sandwich. Oh, yeah. Bob Cremo. That was his name. Yeah. I wonder if we could get, like, an endorsement deal. Right? So goddamn good. And so my friend Jack asked me, like, left a 
brown paper bag from Bob's on my stoop with a sandwich and a cookie that, like, on the napkins with, like, prom, love, Jack. So I went with Jack, and, like, our friend Jessica, who's getting married tomorrow, was like, you should just, like, really like him. Like, you should date him. Like, Jessica, like, literally just wanted me to be happy and, like, go after any guy that liked me all the time because she was smart enough to know, like, I didn't have, like, that many pickings. And I should just, no, I'm kidding. Um, but she was, like, super encouraging about it. I was like, I just don't know. I don't know. And then finally prom night. Um, oh, the other part of the backstory was I was in a prom group with one of Jack's best friends, who shall remain nameless, who was always on again and off again with his girlfriend. And a few months before prom, he and I had, like, made out a couple times, and I thought he was into me, and then he, like, ghosted me and got back together with his girlfriend. So his girlfriend, like, hated me. And then we were all in the prom group together, and I was like, fuck. So then I win prom queen, and she's, like, forced to be with me all night in the bus, and everyone's like, we have the fucking prom queen in our group. Like, yeah. It was, like, the first time I got drunk. Jack and I, like, made out, and I think he, like, played with my boobs for a second, and, like, maybe with my clitoris majoris. And Did then, he really? I think so, but I was, like, scared. I was like, oh, no, oh, no, I'm, I don't know what to do. Like, I felt like my vagina was icky and, like, no one should touch it. Isn't that sad? Yeah, that is sad. We can uh, unpack that later. I don't feel that way anymore. That's for <laughs> goddamn sure. Um, I'm like, will you please pay more attention to my flower? Um, but uh, he wanted to go further, and I was like, no. And then he's like, we just go close the curtains then? It was, like, 6.30 in the morning, and I was drunk, and he was smoking weed all night. And I was like, why don't you just fucking ask weed to prom then? Because he like, didn't <laughs> hang out with me, and I thought that I was so clever. Good one, good one. And the next morning, I was just like, this is weird. Yeah, but, okay, here's the thing that Hannah didn't explain, is that, like, she wasn't, like, the traditional prom queen because she's not, like, wasn't, like, the bitchy popular girl. She was, like, the people's prom queen. Totally. I got the minority vote. She definitely was the people's prom queen, and everyone was happy, and it was, like, a very real moment and a victory for Highland Park High School, I would say. Oh, my God, I remember my mom was like, you're going to win. I know what you're going to win. I'm like, Mom, I don't want to talk about it. Like, I don't even know why I'm nominated. Like, I, it's going to be embarrassing when I don't win. Like, just stop. She's like, I'm going to light a candle, because my mom always lit a candle if she wants something good to happen. And I was up against, like, two popular girls and, like, a theater kid, like, something. And I was, like, so shocked that I won. But I think it was because, I think it was, like, directly correlated to being fat all of high school. Because you can't be fat and not nice to everybody. I think you're nice to any, everybody regardless. Anyway, again, I'll I say I mean, I'm catty, but. People's prom queen. You were the people's prom queen. That's true. It was a victory. My mom was like, you were in the local newspaper. Yeah. Like, she was so excited. And then Hannah won and I cried. It was a victory for all of us. And there's, like, a really cute picture of me holding my flowers and me excited with my crown. And you, like, giving me a kiss on the cheek. Ugh. It's a pretty awesome picture. Iconic. I think that, like, prom was maybe the best I ever looked in high school. And I was, like, still a little chubby. But the dress was perfect. Okay, that blue dress. It was and really nice. And the side bun. Yeah. And you got your prom dress at the last minute because that's I how did. you do. I did. I had, like, a backup prom dress. But then I was kind of, like, before it became cool to watch shit online to see if it would go on sale. That's what I was doing for my prom dress. And I oh, ordered shit. it. And because it went on sale, it was, like, this very beautiful, like, way, 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 way classier dress than I ever was in high school. But then it, it was so, it was like, one strapped. It was one strapped. It was like ruching on all these like nice places to like create yes. the illusion of like graceful curves. Like royal it was blue. Just like really like lumpy curves. But yeah, it, it they like had one size left. I was like, I guess I'm that size. And I ordered it and I didn't have to get it taken in. And it arrived like three days before prom. And it was like the shining beacon of my like otherwise very shitty prom. What shoes like did you wear? Beautiful dress. What shoes did I wear? I don't even remember. They were probably like my bat mitzvah shoes with like a kitten heel, but you couldn't Doubt see it. them because the dress was long. So no, it didn't we were matter. more into stacked shoes in high school. We were like cool by then. Maybe I did wear like slutty platforms. Your dance heels. outfits were always like on fleek. You always had like were the cutest dresses and cool shoes. No one ever asked me to those dances. I I wore a short prom dress, like very yeah, 80s. that like was very chic. Purple one strap, ruching with pockets. Yeah, and I, I discovered the pockets it. at prom because I was talking to someone and I was uncomfortable and I went to like put my hands in pockets and they just appeared. They, and I was like, what? It's like the 
room of requirement in Harry Potter and the package yes, just Yes, I just out. needed yes, it. Yes, you did need them. Okay, so Anna went to prom with someone that she wasn't thrilled about going with. I feel bad because, like, maybe he is listening to your podcast because, like, he would because he's a nice person. Yeah. But anyway, I, like, had this very convoluted prom backstory. It's, like, very high school where, like, my best guy friend and I had, like, a prom pact and we were going to go together if we weren't dating anyone. Like my best friend's wedding, but with prom. Yes, so we had this like prom pact, and like also he was really hot. I don't really know why I never liked him. Like, did I what think was I could do name? better? Uh huh. Yeah, he was like very hot and like played soccer and was like half French. I don't really know why I thought I could do better than that in high school. And he was like low key very obsessed with you. He like, but then I, but then he anyway started dating this girl very seriously. Wait, was it? Oh, ew, annoying. So Sorry, they guys, were dating this is annoying. Very me. seriously, this is the backstory here. And then I was, like, out in the world to, like, have anyone ask me to prom. Not that anyone would ask me to prom because I was very nerdy in high school and, like, into school. But then Mike, sorry. (laughs) Uh, Freudian, Freudian. My friend who I had the prom prom pact with broke up with his girlfriend. So I assumed that, like, we would go to prom together because that was part of the stipulation of the pact. And then his ex-girlfriend got together with one of the two boys I was lusting after from, like, sixth grade through twelfth grade. And then they were going to go to prom Fucked. together. That's how, so, that makes ever, me so furious. How Why did we kill her? Ever. So my crush had asked my prom pact's ex-girlfriend to prom, and I was assuming that I was going to go with this guy, but he then bailed on our prom pact and asked, like, another prospective girl that he was, like, trying to with and like I was very prudent in high school so then they were going together but then the plot thickens Ah. my prom packed guy and his ex-girlfriend got back together so there was a date swap so that my like ideal prom date actually was going with a girl that my original prom pact was supposed to go with so had I been originally going with my prom packed person and the swap would have happened, I would have gotten my prom dream prom date. But instead, I was the third choice of the salutatorian who skipped a grade. Oh my God, he was so <laughs> fucking smart. He was really smart, but he... I didn't... I forgot about all that backstory. Like, that's really annoying. Yeah, it's I'd really annoying. As well. Clearly, I have not moved on. Uh, I was, like, kind of hoping that prom would be, like, my swan song because people, like, didn't discover that I was, like, interesting and fun except for my own homies. Till, Honestly. like, maybe second semester senior year. But then, like, well, you started partying, and then people were like, "Oh, you're like cool, and you can hang." But then I like didn't put out, so like that automatically decreases your cool points in high school. Okay, but you made out with David and Adam. You got your butt pressed against cold glass, which is very sexy. There to was this a one-year gap between the first time I ever had a tongue kiss and the second time I ever had a tongue kiss. New Year's junior year of high school to New Year's senior year of high school. I had no tongue kisses. And my first kiss. His initials were AC, and everyone called him ACDC for Cohen doesn't count because he made out with so many girls. He just liked to kiss. I can't fault people for that. We're going to get sued for this podcast. I mean, I'm not judging any of these people. We can't, like, judge anyone for who they were in high school. I mean, we're judging ourselves, if anybody. For giving a shit. But, But, like, yeah, then anyway, I went to prom with, like, very nice but very nerdy boy who, like, I wasn't his first choice. It wasn't his second choice. He has two other girls before me who then asked me via text. And then I said, no, sorry, I'm, like, going to be single and YOLOing it and just go with my friends as a single person. And then my parents told me I had to say yes to him, so I texted him back and said I would go with him. God, your parents were, like, so nice. Yeah, I think they were concerned that, like... You'd have regrets. He would be very sad, and it would affect him socially, but, like, it affected me socially. Right? You're like, no thanks, I'm good. 
It was fun. But then you ended up getting wasted and falling asleep on the floor in a starfish position. Yeah, that was the first time. Oh, we went to Forever 21 the next day, and I had my my first hangover. Yes. Okay, so we told each other, like, we were so sad that we weren't in each other's prom group. So, like, we're going to Forever 21 and Old Orchard the next day and, like, debrief, like, our proms. And and I was like, I don't know if I can make it. I don't know if I can make it. And then somehow I feel like we ended up using your parents' Volvo convertible to go. We did. Like you ended up driving on top of everything. But else. I didn't re- because I like was like a late bloomer in high school. I didn't realize that I was hungover, and so I was like, Why am I feeling this way? I'm so, I'm tired. so tired. I'm so nauseous. And like Forever Twenty One is the last place you want to go when you're hungover. It's like it's like it's <laughs> like lights and people and colors. And I just like sat next to a mannequin on the floor while Hannah shopped. And I was really jealous at her like health and radiance. I feel like that was the day I went to American Eagle and bought that cotton three-tiered black skirt that I literally wore until, like, a year and a half ago. That's a good skirt. I mean, I eventually got rid of it because I was like, okay, Hannah, like, it's getting pathetic. It's not even in style anymore. Do you ever feel like that? I feel like recently I've, like, been like, oh, my God, I love this garment and I will never get rid of it because I still think it's cool. But, like, is it cool anymore? Like, probably not. I don't even have the wherewithal to, like, realize that, I don't think. I have this, like, V-neck that I got from, like, oh, this is dark to say, Kohl's, but it was like Elle magazine like made a line for Kohl's and it's like this big v-neck with like white and beige stripes and then it had like a sequin bow on it and I thought it was so cool and I literally wore it after work like a couple weeks ago and one of the guys at work was like oh is it like Madonna night at the gay bar and then one of my girlfriends I was like is this weird and one of my girlfriends was like it's a little weird <laughs> and I was like fuck maybe I should do an audit of my wardrobe with right? like a third party non-biased literally person. it's like getting a director for a show it's like you need someone to be like i don't know what you're doing there that makes no sense wow shit I'm yeah it was very think. jarring i just moved into a new apartment and by just i mean early june and it's now august and i don't have a dresser and so all of my stuff is still packed into boxes so i've been rotating through the How same do you like do that? six outfits oh die i like forget all the clothes i have i'm like you have a lot of clothes i have a lot of clothes Pulse. but i've been like just only rotating through like the same six outfits which I just kind of had this realization that people at work are probably like that again. And people no, at work probably don't like, notice wow, that's anything. A really cute outfit. Uh, Even the fifth time around. I was getting ready for a date last week and I sent a picture of my outfit to like three other girls that I work with. And I was like, ladies, ready for my date. What do you think? And it was like literally me just fishing for compliments for them to be like, oh my God, you look so cute. You go girl. Like, yay. And they were like, don't like the necklace. Another Wait, one's like, why would you not text me? You know, I always give you words of affirmation. Words of affirmation is my love language. I don't know. I feel like I was already texting these girls at the time, but they were just like, I don't really like that purse. Yeah. I don't know if the purse and the necklace go together. Mm, it's a little too busy with the shoes. Like then I was like, do I not know how to dress? Like I had this like out of body experience where I was like, holy shit, am I not fascinable? Everyone should follow Hannah on Instagram. Cause she is a style star. I'm not a style star. Apparently. No, you are. Your outfits are very well put together and like very is it like elemental Jessica J level appropriate yes we went to junior high and high school with this girl Jessica J and she literally has to this day the most appropriate beautiful stylish outfits for every single occasion she is super trendy like anytime a trend just like begins to infiltrate the, infiltrate the mainstream she's like on top of it she's just very and she's so tall and thin it all looks good on relevantly there. it's not particularly innovative but it's just she's always super appropriately addressed for every event. Every event and every looks occasion. Good. She always looks good. Like it's to the t- like to the point where we've made the term like I just want to be Jessica J level of appropriate. You coined that and I laughed out loud at my phone yeah, when you texted me that. You very, know now that it's true. in your it's in your like lexicon, like it's not gonna yeah. go away. She even looked good at like high holiday services like for Hebrew school. Yeah, and no one looked good at those. Everyone yeah. was like pimply and tacky. Yeah, but girl, some girls dress really slutty for the high holidays classic yes, Island park. Like very short skirts yeah, and like, like little heels. 
typical Steve Madden heels. Yeah. Oh my God. I remember I had a skirt that I wore and your parents were like, Hannah, that doesn't pass the like finger rule. Oh my God. My parents, it's really funny if you know my parents, which probably none of you do except for Hannah. And your prom date who's listening as well. And my prom date who's listening. But they're like very hippy dippy now and like don't really give two shits about anything I do. Except for like in middle school, they were like randomly strict. And I couldn't wear skirts out of the house that, like, if I put my arms alongside my body, that, like, they had to be longer than my fingertips, which is fucked up. Yeah. Bat mitzvahs, bat mitzvah outfits were, like, your chance to be sexy. My mom was like, cool, we're going to go to Forever 21, we're going to get you two skirts and two tops, and you will rotate those two skirts and two tops, and that will be fine. Looking back, I had this, like, outfit that was, like, I, at the time, I really loved it, but it was, like, kind of weird appropriation. My, like, little kimono dress and my, like, little Chinese take-on box purse. Oh, my God, yes. Yeah. Wait, what color was the kimono dress? It was, like, a velveteen black. Like, yes. Oh, my God. Kind of, like, the it kimono was fashionable. neck style. Yes, I totally remember but I was, like, 12, so I didn't really know the historical context for it. And then, like, I had this purse that was a like Chinese silk. takeout box with, like, very random Chinese characters on it and, like, a bamboo handle. I thought it was really cool. I thought it was really cool, too. But now I'm looking back, and I don't You're think like, it's wow, that I'm cool. Wow, I'm a horrible sixth grader. Yeah, I was no. a horrible person. Um, what did you... Oh, yeah. Your bat mitzvah outfit was on fire. Oh, and my fuego. God. That is That was not timeless. My bat mitzvah outfit was probably the opposite of timeless. It was. You had your bat mitzvah at the Botanic Gardens, which is V elegant. That is timeless, and like maybe I'll get married there, which yeah. would be kind of nice, kind of sad. <laughs> it'd be nice <laughs> to get married in the same place as I had my bat mitzvah, but it'd be beautiful. Yeah, it was not cute. It was like a. I feel like we should paint a picture. It was like a midi length, like slinky pink dress with like flowers, and then you had. It was when those like. Chinese slippers were in and she had light pink Chinese slippers that were like netted with, with little kitten heels. Yeah, the like little mesh ones. It was such a cool outfit. It though. was cool. At and the your time. curls were like nice and loose. It doesn't hold up the test of classic. And you had contacts fashion. for your bat mitzvah, which was a big deal. I did, and I got my braces off because my parents were orthodontists. Oh yeah, they were like, oh, we're gonna make this shit happen. They like kind of like scheduled my treatment plan, if you will, in Around line with my bat mitzvah. It's amazing. Yeah. And I picked my brother for my first dance because I was that uncool. Oh, <laughs> my God. Cool. Actually, no. I picked Bryce for my first dance. Yeah, Bryce will be at the wedding tomorrow. He He's an old pal. Tomorrow. Maybe we will get to uh, snowball again. Oh, my God. One can only hope. Remember the time in sixth grade when we went to his baseball game and we peed our pants while we rollerbladed? Yeah, it was cold. Was it cold? It was, was really it? cold. Yeah. And we were, like, making a point of cheering him on because he got a girlfriend and we got, like, mad at him for getting a girlfriend. Who was his girlfriend? I don't remember, but it was like a Liz McGuire episode where like Lizzie and Miranda were mad at yeah. for dating your girlfriend. Oh, man. And we're like, no, we're going to support you. We're going to go to your baseball game. And then it was so cold, and we were both so cold and had to pee so bad that we both like peed in our pants, and it like trickled down our pants, and like our rollerblading wheels like rolled through it and made tracks. Yeah, it's really funny. Like looking back, I'm like, in sixth grade, we were like, why doesn't anyone like us? Why don't any boys like us? And now we're recounting these stories, and like, I very clearly understand why. <laughs> no we would hang out at Target for hours and buy those <laughs> ugly gray sweatpants that my dog eventually ravaged with his teeth. Oh, and we would eat those mini pizzas, which, like, God, that's like a treat that I let myself have once a year now. Treat and, yourself. And that was like a, f- a weekly occurrence for us. It was. It's not bi weekly. I was like, why am I fat? I don't understand what happened. Um, <laughs> Um, shit, what were we talking about before Bryce? Bat mitzvah. Bat mitzvah. Mine was at Whirly Ball. Oh, wow, this was like a, maybe a low point in our friendship. Oh, my God, this was. So Even though was, it was really fun. Let, let the record 
state. My, mine was at Really Ball, and I made my parents hire dancers, which was the biggest waste of their money. I feel <laughs> so bad to this day because obviously no one was interested in dancing, like, at, like, a bat mitzvah where there was a fucking game in bumper cars. And I had to pick my team... And I picked my, quote, friend, who's actually a psycho cunt. I won't even... Don't name her. I, I don't want to give her a reason to I speak to me. I won't name her, but I really like the term psycho cunt. <laughs> it feels like it could be a really cool metal band also. Psycho cunt? But it would have to be, like, a female-fronted metal band. Yeah, like, we're a psycho cunt. Thank you so much. We'll be here next Thursday. Um, <laughs> See you next Thursday. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's really good. I didn't even mean to do that. Um, and... I was too afraid to, like, tell this girl, like, hey, we're not tight. You can't be on my team. And I knew Anna would be understanding, so I didn't put her on my, like, head team for Whirly Like, Ball. clearly not, though, because I'm still bitter about it. I'm so sorry no, that I No, but I, I understand. I understand. I was such a pussy about the necessary. whole thing. It was necessary. It's okay. We've, it's okay. It was necessary. But and I, didn't I was invite a little this, upset. That's valid. I also didn't invite this other girl in our grade. I'm going to mouth her name. I did not even Yeah, and it. her mom, <laughs> to this day, like, still hates me because of it. And she got, like, she came to my show, Tony and Tina's Wedding, like, in the fall, and I, like almost cried after the show and was like, I'm so sorry I didn't invite you to my mom. It's fun. She's like, oh my God, we don't think about that at all. Like, literally, it's not a big deal. But tell your mom I'm sorry. Tell your mom I'm sorry. Yeah, that reminds me of my bat mitzvah dancer who was like, actually, I had this very cool MC that everyone had, famous Amos. Nope. Famous Amos just, are cookies. I think it was just famous. I called him Famous Amos earlier today. <laughs> it's just famous with no U, F-A-M-O-S. Yeah, he was really cool. He was like, my name's Famous. But he was awesome. Also, then there was this one really, like, very pretty cool dancer girl. Yes. However, I had always hated her at other bar mitzvahs because, like, all the all cool the guys, guys liked her. her. However, at my bat mitzvah, we got to talking, and it turns out that she was, like, very erudite and had read The Fountainhead and, like, written a dissertation on it. Which is fucking crazy. And just like, casually, it was why a bat mitzvah dancer, dancer on the side. That's amazing. What a beautiful creature. Yeah, she was really cool. She's probably like, wow, being hit on by eighth graders really razzes me, given that I'm like 20 years old. Yeah, but that was kind of always like a goal of mine to be a bat mitzvah dancer. I feel like it would be you really do, fun. They were like so aspirational and beautiful. Yeah. Like they always got to wear sparkly vests and like they were all like very tan and had like sparkly faces and like body glitter and like yeah. hot ponytails. I would really like to, as like a 20 something, observe the like dynamics going on in bar and bat mitzvahs. Oh my God, yeah, it's just like crash one and take some notes, yeah. see what's going on. Yeah. Oh my God. I, you could not pay me to go back. Wait, I remember after this one kids, it was at, I think, the Palmer House. Whoa, someone did a bar mitzvah at the Palmer House? Oh, no, that was at the Standard Club. Oh, the Standard which is Club. equally bougie. Similar but different. Um, and I thought that, like, no one told me, like, oh, the bus is leaving now to go back to the suburbs. So I, like, ran down the stairs and fell in my heels, like, ate shit on the stairs. No. And all these, like, bougie adults were like, oh, my God. And I was like, oh, it's, and I, like, tried to make a joke. And I was like... It's fine. It's a party. It's okay. And I was like, I probably sounded like I was wasted. <laughs> As a 13-year-old. Literally, like, passed on the stairs, like, it's a fucking party. But the nice thing about that is that we are going to basically an adult bar mitzvah tomorrow, which is a wedding. Yeah, and if I fall down the stairs, I will say the exact same thing. Hannah, there was some scandal that happened on the bat mitzvah. Okay, so shit used to go down on these bar and bat mitzvah buses, but the bus back Finger from it. your bat mitzvah, no, was the first couple in seventh grade made out for the first time. Oh my god, I didn't know my bat mitzvah was such an iconic I think, point in history. Well, I think it was maybe just iconic in my life because I had a crush on one of the parties involved. Oh my god, I know who you made out with too. Her hair is so fucking straight. It's yeah. so straight. Yeah. But I was sitting behind them on the bus and like kept per- like adjusting myself like the way I was sitting so I could like peek over and like look. That is so hurtful. It's, it's like really the song hurtful. Dancing on My Own by Robin. It's like, really IRL. sad. Like, that's lo- the levels of, like, sad, pathetic loserness that 
like I was living in middle school. But like I say that with a smile on my face now because that's not a good omen for your future if you're well, cool in middle school. Oh, so eventually she got to bang this guy. So yeah, I did have sex with him and it was not good. It was not worth waiting for yeah, so. however many years. Jokes on you, bruh. Hope but you're I happy that you peaked in sixth grade. Didn't know that at the time. You don't know those things at the time. Do you feel like, okay, if you were to look at a crystal ball, that's my like mystical noise, and look at our 10-year high school reunion, Romeo and Michelle, our spirit animals, what do you, I don't want to talk shit about other people, like what do you think, like what, like what do you think it would be like for you? Where do you see yourself? It's um, in two years. It's in two years. So maybe I won't be there because I'll be living in Europe, which would be nice. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I think it'll probably be the same. Also, it's not that revolutionary like it was in those times because of Facebook and because every so weekend true. is like a high school reunion in Chicago. Not for me. <laughs> That's true. But like we all see each other and know. And it's like pretty unique. I think that like we've kept in touch to the extent that we have with our high school friends. Yeah, it's true. But yeah, now that I got to like cross one off the bucket list, which is kind of like the major drama of my high school years. Totally. I don't know. I feel like I'm still going to be waiting tables and acting off to be like, oh, well, you know, it's I'm doing okay. I don't want to be single. It's going to be annoying. It's pretty negative. No, uh, no, it's way. not. Because we've both gotten way cooler and, like, way more, like, self-possessed since Well, then. I love when I hear about random people who listen to this podcast. It's, like, very gratifying for me. Because, like, I'm so sure you want to know what I'm talking about. They do. They listen have. to me on the train, bitch. I'll probably talk shit about you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, is this whole podcast just a burn book? No, it's not. I mean, I think my particular presence here maybe is I don't have... How I don't, do you not go there when you've been friends in sixth grade? I know. I don't have a ton of... I don't add a ton of value, but... I mean, okay, we met when we were 12. Yeah. We're 26. Will you do that maths? That's crazy. That's, That's crazy. 14 years. Wow. 14 years. We have been friends for longer than we were old when we met. That is fucked up don't you feel like tales all this time i I feel really like i feel happy though like even though the point of this episode is like we were lame we were losers no one liked us like we've come so far and we're so happy with like well happier with ourselves now than we were like we're each other's plus ones to this wedding and like that's really exciting i'm trying to get groomsman d and you're trying to get uber driver d yeah we had a hot uber driver he was very attractive yeah. And I want that for you. Yeah, but I think we, we'll go back to our high school reunion in two years, and, like, maybe we'll be friends with a girl that was Lisa Love, because we are Romy and Michelle, which who I don't know who that will be, but... You mean uh, Janine Garofalo? Heather Mooney? No, Lisa Love. She, like, did, works for Vogue and gives them cool outfits. Oh, my God, I forgot. No, Lisa Luter. Oh, Lisa Luter. Isn't Lisa Love? Oh, Lisa Loeb is the singer. <laughs> You'll say. Wow, wow, wow. 90s yeah. references all flying Lisa around. Lisa Luter. Yeah, she's yeah, Lisa like, Luter. I'd say their outfits are not that bad. Yeah, Lisa Luter. So we'll be friends with her. Totally. She ends up working for Vogue, and she wears, like, a really sleek pantsuit with and wide And Hannah, like, pants. you do really well with the high school, like, redemption hookup. I am disgustingly obsessed no, with it. No, you're it's not. Gross. You do a really good job with it, and like you do it in an empowered way. Um, that's not like I'm doing this because I was not cool and I feel like I that's am. exactly what I'm doing. No. Why I'm doing it? I've had guys be like, "Why do you keep bringing up high school?" And I'm like, "I don't know." <laughs> Jake Grafstein, I don't know. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, I only had one redemption high school hookup, and like it didn't end very well. At least you got to say you did it. Crossed off the fuck it list. I mean. 
that's 50% of my list taken down because my list was two people, which is pretty sad. Oh my God. We drew a list on your ceiling. Yeah, we did. Oh, but it was guys we wanted to date because we were in high school. My boyfriend. Yeah, and I had, like, very weird perceptions about, like, love and sex in high school. Like, I thought, like, for a long time in high school, I was like, I will not have sex with someone unless we are in love and have been dating for oh, six totally. months. Same. Six months? Are you kidding me, Anna? I'm a first date slut, so, oh well. Although I don't really believe in that word. Yeah, no. I'm a first date sexually liberated woman. Yes. And if I'm feeling it on a first date, my thing is, like, I don't believe that there are any rules. Like... I know couples that started as one night stands and then ended up like falling in love. So it's like, if it's going to work, it's going to work. If it's not, it's not. Yeah. Yeah. So like, we should like make a bucket list for this wedding tomorrow. What are things that we want to accomplish? Um, I would like for my mascara not to run down my face. It's a good one. I would like for my dad not to do a little um, squat dance in the middle of the dance floor, which he did at his own wedding. That will for sure happen. Uh, it's going to be adorable. Who am I going to slow dance with? I don't know, my dad, and maybe a friend. But they're not real prospects for me at this wedding. That's okay. I'm just hoping to make out with one of the groomsmen. I think that's very doable. I'm really hoping it's in the cards for me. Um, I hope I don't throw up because of the altitude. It will get me very drunk. I know. Well, we were good tonight, though. We slowed down when we should have. I think that I want to befriend the DJ and or band. Oh, and get some yeah. Maybe playing. there will be cute men in the band. Yeah. like Definitely make a request. What? Okay. Let's, what should we request? Single ladies. Okay. Is that too cliche? <laughs> uh, should much, we choreograph a dance to that right now? Like, like the Beyonce one. Um, what else mm. should we request? Um, 500 Miles, The Proclaimers. That's good. Yeah. What are like fan favorites? Just go be mad and be like, I don't know that song. I'll be like, it's from Benny and June. We watch it together all the time. Um, I don't know. It's really selfish to request Carly Rae Jepsen, so I won't. Oh, I would like that too, though. Like, cut to the feeling. What's like an old school feel good dance classic? Ain't no mountain high enough. That's nice. That's good. That's like a beautiful, like, you're gonna start crying if we dance. Yeah. I think I'll just like maybe have silent, like, tears just streaming down my face for like many hours. That's not a bad thing. Not a good thing. I mean, they're happy tears. It's not, not cute. Cute. Um, any other songs that you can think of? Not at the top of my head. Maybe we'll have to do a little research. Which is... I also, another thing on my bucket list is I don't want to eat to the point of being too full. Yeah, this is what has happened because I'm not like a seasoned wedding veteran yet. <laughs> 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 it's that, it's that. You go ham on appetizers before the bar opens. And then this is the, so three main events. You eat, you drink, you dance. However, yeah. the order is very crucial. You should first drink, then dance, then eat. Because if you eat, then drink, you will be too full totally. to dance. So true. If you eat, then dance, then drink, you'll have a cramp. Oh, no. <laughs> a cramp and a cramp. eating a lot and then dancing a lot. I really hope our poops are on schedule tomorrow morning before we get our hair done. Hit up that coffee in the, in the a.m. Oh, yeah, that young coffee. There's a Starbucks in the lobby, so this hotel is pretty much the best place in the entire world. Yeah. It's like fucking Disney World for grown-ups. It really is. They're like... As a nice fire burning, there are like several plush, like velour pillows. Very ambient, like those pillows that were given away at that bar mitzvah with the twins that I didn't get invited oh, yeah. to. It feels Puns. very appropriate that they're velour pillows because our juicy outfits suits. of choice, yes, were juicy velour pants. Mm-hmm. I still have my first pair of juicy velour pants that the, I got. The turquoise ones. They are turquoise and they have a they hole still fit you, you from know? the top of my pubic bones to my butt crack basically. And you will never get rid of them. I will never get rid of them. I will never wear them in public, but I will not get rid of them. But they fit you. They fit me because the waistband has been stretched out to oblivion. I never even had juicy pants. I had knockoffs. 
Which makes you cooler. No, they were just like, fuck no, we're not paying for those pants. Good luck. Uh. The only reason I got like part of the cool trendy things in sixth grade is because my brownie troop dissolved and I got um, $200. Amazing. <laughs> Thanks, brownies. Oh, I feel like your grandma was good about being like, you need some seasonal clothes. Yeah. And she'd like take you to Neiman's and you could like pick out a couple things. Grandma G was, yeah. She was a G. She grandma was, G was a G. G. That's good. I've never made that connection before. Um, is there anything else we need to uncover before we slumber? Did we leave a stone unturned? We talked about Whirly Ball Gate. We talked about prom. Prom gate. We, it's really great that we were first still friends in high school because like, we weren't in the same classes at all. And so we didn't get to like chill during the day. So true, but we like, made it work. Yeah, I literally did. lived at your house. Yeah. I would still live at your house if we lived in Highland Park. My parents still lived in their house and not in an RV. <laughs> not in an RV, like camping and like making love all the time. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry, they're just so romantic. <laughs> they want to start a blog on how to be a couple that lives in an RV and, like, be in close proximity, which, like, that's, that's a very lucrative niche. Niche market. Very niche, but sure. That's amazing. I will absolutely read it. But I think we did the high school. Wow. Wow, you were really good at that redemption high school hookup. Good for you. You know I want that for you. We'll continue to work on it. Thank you. I love you. I'm excited to see you in the morning. Yay! Sorry to Hannah's podcast followers. Um that I'm not a comedian or a professional professional. I'm just a corporate professional. Are you These stories are gold, and you're, like, low-key very, very funny. You just don't have to be loud and obnoxious the way I am, and it's a good balance. Romy and Michelle. Romy and Michelle. <laughs> okay, how about I invented post-its, but you thought of making them yellow. <laughs> anyway, love you. Love you. Bye.